thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello, this week you're joining me, Ricky Nathvani, to investigate a question from Stephen in Cornwall, who is bursting to know the answer to a question lots of us have probably had after a cuppa. I always seem to go for a pee within 30 minutes of drinking a cup of tea. And when I'm using the toilet, I often say to myself, is that the same cup of tea I'm getting rid of? How much of that drink was absorbed into my body? So if I go for a pee within an hour of drinking a cup, is it the same liquid I'm getting rid of? You've certainly got my curiosity. So, if we pee just after we drink something, how much of that drink is in the urine and how quickly does it get there? We asked kidney connoisseur and professor of medicine at University College London, David Wheeler, to break down the journey of our favourite brew in the body. So when we drink a cup of tea, the components of the tea will be absorbed from the intestines into the body. So, for example, the water from the tea will be absorbed, the proteins and fats from the milk will be absorbed, and the sugar, if we added it to the tea, will be absorbed. And these different components are then distributed to different parts of the body in the bloodstream. Okay, so the tea gets out of our digestive tract through the intestines and into the bloodstream. But how does the tea actually become pee? The fluid is critical, obviously, for normal health, and the fluid balance in the body is tightly regulated by the kidneys. So if when Stephen drank the cup of tea, he didn't really need the extra fluid, then the kidneys could get rid of that fluid fairly quickly. We could think of this as a bathtub full of water with an overflow. If we add another jug of water to the bath, then some of the water in the bath will go down the overflow pipe. Now, this may not be the same water that we've just added in, but it'll be from the same pool of water that we've just added the jug to. Aha! So if your blood is like a bathtub with a capacity for carrying a certain amount of water, then adding in too much will cause it to spill over when it's in the kidneys and make urine. Although it's difficult to say how much of that came from the new water, or the water that was already there before you drank your tea, some parts of your tea could leave your body within 30 minutes. Thanks for clearing that up for us, David. And with all this talk of peeing, I think I have to go. But before I do, a sneak peek at our question for next week, when we try to shine a light on this question from Philip. My home in Cambridge has about 60% compact fluorescent light bulbs, and the rest are LEDs. Should I be chucking out the former, even though they still work, on the grounds that they use lots of power compared with LEDs, or should I just wait until they break over time and only replace them with LEDs then? A tricky decision. If anyone has any bright ideas for Philip's lightbulb problem, tweet us at Naked Scientists or join in the debate on the forum. That's nakedscientists.com slash forum. Until next time, goodbye from me and the rest of the Naked Scientists team.
thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.